Today on my podcast, I will be discussing the voice, Whitney Houston. Now, before I start off and with my podcast here about Whitney Houston, there is a lot to cover, and it's a possibility they're going to be a part two and maybe a part three, because as I say, there is a whole lot to cover here. So now, all quiet now. So I am going to um, continue playing uh, uh, I Will Always Love You um, on here on my podcast. But I want to say a few things before I go into um, the life of Whitney Houston, her legacy, um, her family. So now most of the time when um, you or even I are hearing someone say the name of Whitney Houston, it's as if the first thing, now you tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe I am. But if I'm wrong, I mean, it's something that I have witnessed um, so far in my life, um, even when Whitney Houston was alive. So, the first thing that comes to mind when someone is discussing Whitney Houston is, oh, she had or has, when she was alive, a wonderful voice. And she just destroyed her voice with drugs and not taking care of it. And wow, so sad. I mean, I was having a discussion with someone about different music artists, I would say a few weeks ago. And the first thing came out of their mouth was when we talk about Whitney Houston was, I just can't believe how Whitney Houston life came to an end with the drug problems. And but see, what I'm trying to get at is this. Today here on my podcast, I'm going to be telling you the great things about Whitney Houston. Um, Some of the facts that I have found out that I never knew in my entire life being on this earth, as long as I have known uh, Whitney um, and things I have found out, uh, I'm like, wow, people didn't know that. And when people think of her, they think of the bad, you know, what she went through, which I'm going to be talking about her relationship with her husband, Bobby. I am not going to be um, covering the full details because like I said, this is, it's going to be a part two. Okay. Now, before I get into everything, um, I have been uh, trying to 
do this podcast about Whitney Houston. I have been getting a lot of requests, even from, from one of my sisters, and to do Whitney Houston. And honestly, I was going to put it out last year, but I just didn't like the way the way it was going to be honest with you and the the reason it was delayed was because i felt that i really need to give her the credit where it is due it needs to be you know right there what what i'm trying to say um because i believe even in her death um, she does not get the credit that she needs. Now, what, what, what you might ask yourself, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is because now this is people that I have known or still know um, that when you bring up the topic, Whitney Houston, um, and I like to say Whitney, so I might say Whitney here on out a few times more than Whitney Houston. When you bring up Whitney or Whitney Houston, the first thing people say that I know or someone would say to me, oh, what you know what I said earlier about her drug problem through the years, um, how Bobby Brown got her on drugs. And I did find out that because I've known people that were in my life some still are in my life because I am into in sorry in the entertainment industry um knew Whitney Houston before like she was Whitney Houston okay and they told me um that before Bobby Brown she had a drug problem like I mean honestly let me take that back it it wasn't really a problem problem it wasn't heavy but from what I heard um, from someone in her family, Bobby Brown just made it worse, okay? Um, now, I don't know how that resonates with you, but this is something that someone said to me in her family a while ago. Like, you know, Bobby just made it worse when they met and they got together. Now, I'm going to say this because when people point fingers and throw stones at a house, okay, they really don't know the problems that people go through, why they do things, um, why they say things um, out of the ordinary or do things out of the ordinary. We were not Whitney. And yes, it is honestly sad what happened to her daughter, Bobby Christina. And if you think about it, Bobby Brown is still alive. But, and, and I have to say this in this underneath the hour of this um of my podcast here is that a lot of people and I'm gonna say a lot of people because I know a lot of people but one thing I would have to say when I say a lot of people I'm not saying the whole world I don't know the whole world okay but what I'm saying is a lot of people because as I say I said I know a lot of people so um they would almost out of everybody's mouth Okay, <laughs> I'm not trying to say my family are closest friends, but people in general that I know out of their mouth, Bobby Brown is the one that made it that why she's dead. Yeah, and I'm just like, huh? No, that's not that's no, that's not no, no, that's not the story. That's not true. <laughs> um, as I said before, we are the destiny 
of our own lives, okay? Our life. We are the ones that can change our life. No one can change your life but you, okay? So I'm going to do a little bit of laws of attraction here in this podcast. Like I say, it's probably going to be a part two or part three. But thank you all for the likes, the following, the shares, the views, the comments, the messages. You say how I help your life. Thank you so much. But, you you know, I'm not 20 years old. But a lot of people say, well, you're like my teacher. And I'm like, well, thank you. And I give good advice. But what I'm trying to say is because I am a witness and I'm changing my life. And I see people, how they go around and they knock other people because of their success. Or how do they get that? Well, how, how, how do they do that? Or how did they make that? How? I tell people, excuse me, I tell people, I'm like, look, you are the destiny of your own future, okay? You, to be honest with you, how do I say this? To be honest with you... You wake up one day and, excuse my French, but the bullshit that you're doing, you just stop. You decide to stop, okay? I've known people in my life where they were a smoker. They smoked cigarettes, right? And then they tell me, you know what? This is the last time I'm going to smoke this cigarette. This is the last day. And they stop. And when I see them or hear from them, so I asked them, they're like, oh, I don't smoke no more. I stopped. Because it's possible they want to better their life. Now, for those of you listening, if you smoke cigarettes and that's what you want to do, hey, that's your thing, do it. But a lot of people, or I would say some people in general, would be like per- people I have known would say, I don't want to smoke cigarettes anymore because it's not good for my health. Um, Some have had kids and they say, I want to be around to see my kids graduate or I want to be around to see my kids have grandchildren. Um, I want to be around to live a longer life. Okay, so some people may be heavy drinkers and they decide to stop. Um, I could go on forever. You know how it goes. Okay. I'm pretty sure you all have met someone in your life. You know how it go. Okay, so it could be a pattern and this person is headed for destruction if they don't stop. So what I think, and I'm going to get into Whitney Houston here soon. Um, What I think when it came to Whitney, because people have asked me my opinion. And again, this is just my opinion. Okay, Um, but I just think that. She didn't get the help that she needed. Now, you tell me, I don't know how many times uh, she went to rehab. I don't know. But I have heard in the industry, they're called demons. Okay, DMX have talked about it. I think I mentioned that on my podcast last year when he passed away. God rest his soul and and rest Whitney Houston and her daughter, Bobby Christina's soul. But people in the industry... God rest her soul that uh, worked with Prince, uh, part of Vanity 6. Vanity have said herself, Denise, that was her name, um, have said herself, um, Vanity have said demons. And that's how she changed her life over to God. Now, some people can handle fame and some people can't handle fame. And I would say this, 
If you believe in God 100% and you carry God with you 100%, you can get through anything, okay? I'm telling you, I'm a witness. You can get through anything in your life. You can. So you have to trust, have faith, and believe in him, okay? And he will deliver you. I'm a witness. So... Some people, I've known people say that I like to drink because it makes me feel good. I like a buzz. Um, I like to get high because I'm more relaxed or it helps me sleep. However, it helps you. That's your life. And as I say, we all have our own lives. And I'm not here to judge anyone. But... I just feel that because they said um, Whitney had a lot to live for. And no, I don't believe she wanted to die. I believe that it happened on accident. And it's very bizarre how her death happened and how her daughter's death happened pretty much um, like her death. It was like, huh? And it just makes me wonder... um, because I know they said Bobby Christina didn't want to live with our mother. Like her mother was her best friend. And although Sissy Whitney's mother was, you know, um, trying to be close to her granddaughter, Bobby Christina, Bobby Christina wanted her mother back. Like she totally wanted her mother back. Um, and she says, my mother is the only person that I can trust. Okay. Although before her death, Bobby Christina was getting close to her father, Bobby. So, going back to um, what I was saying, and I'm going to get right into it. Whitney, I don't know what, um, when it came to her, what she was dealing with. And there have been a lot of rumors. And I really don't want to get into the rumors um, because it's hearsay about why she died and it wasn't really an accident and I'm not getting into that because all of that could be conspiracy. Um, only God knows and she knows and how her daughter died. She knows. Okay. So without further ado, I'm going to go straight into the life of Whitney Houston. I hope you enjoy. Whitney Elizabeth Houston, known as The Voice, was born August the 9th, 1963 in Newark, New Jersey. Died February the 11th, 2012 at the age of 48 in Beverly Hills, California. Cause of death due to drowning, canary artery disease and cocaine intoxication. Her resting place is in Fairview, Cemetery or at Fairview Cemetery and it is I believe in Westfield New Jersey so about her family now her parents were um, well her mom is still living um, her mother is uh, Sissy Houston and her father which a lot of people don't talk about and I've heard like um, Google like different pages they don't mention him because him and Whitney had a falling out I don't know if you know that or not uh they had a falling out and 
he did something to Whitney um, about her career, and I don't know all the details. Mm. Excuse me, but they had a falling out, and um, but his uh, name was John Russell Houston, and he's no longer on this earth. God rest his soul. Um, now, Whitney Houston has a brother um, that is still alive, and his name is Gary. Um, I believe they say he's like her half brother, but I, I say he's her, um, you know, brother. Her cousin is the famous Dion Wark, the famous Dee Dee Wark. Um, and um, I know you say the name, Leon Trees Price. And they say, I believe her godmother was Aretha Franklin. And God rest her soul. Aretha Franklin is no longer on this earth. So, and um, also... Whitney Houston years active is 1977 and 2012. Her spouse, um, she was married to Bobby Brown, 1992 to 2007. And she had one child. And as you know, her name was Bobby Christina Brown, which well, Bobby Christina Brown is no longer on this earth with us. God rest her soul. Now, so... A little bit about Whitney Houston growing up. She grew up in the church. She sang in the church. Um, she, her family, her found her talent at a very young age. She said, "I remember looking at Whitney in a documentary, and she said that if you couldn't sing, they give you a look. So your singing better be on because they would give you a look in the church." Uh, yeah. Pretty much, she's telling the truth about that. <laughs> I grew up Baptist. Um, so, Nippy, now you're wondering how she got the name Nippy. Well, they say her father gave her the name Nippy. So, when she was very little, her father would call her Nippy. So, I remember I used to look and say, why they call her Nippy? Well, her father gave her the name Nippy. I love this part. So, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to talk more about her um, through the end of the podcast, but Whitney had a lot to live for, as I said, and um, she was ready to release some new um, projects that she was currently working on at the time of her death, and um, she also wanted to live, she told her friend, I believe Kelly Price, Um, The artist, she told her that she wanted to live out near the beach um, somewhere in Orange County. And her last performance was on stage with Kelly Price at a small club in L.A. It was a pre-Grammy party. And it was a big celebration party that Kelly Price was throwing. And a lot of people in the industry was there. And they also performed. So, if you all don't know it or not, Whitney Houston is one of the best-selling music artists of all time. Which sells over 200 million records worldwide. Wow. (laughs) Whitney has influenced many singers in popular music and is known for her powerful, soulful vocals and vocal improvisation skills. She's the only artist to have had seven consecutive number one singles on the Billboard 
Hot 100. From saving all my love to you in 1985 to where do broken hearts go in 1988, Houston enhanced her popularity upon entering the movie industry. Now, I'm going to give you a little fact about Whitney. Whitney, I did not know, she loved to swim. And she also, well, they said when she was little, um, when she would um, be swimming, she would sing. Um, because if you, I don't know if you know this or not, but it, when you're in the swimming pool, your vocals, it kind of echoes if you sing and it has like this vibration that's really cool. And you know, how sometimes like when you place your fingers in your ear, well, when you're swimming, you can like, honestly, like if you hold the water up to your neck, you can honestly like hear it, it, your vocals it's, it's like your finger in your ear so i don't know if you all know that or not but try it <laughs> you'll be like wow so when i found that out i was amazed and also whitney loved to play tennis now i love to play tennis i'm like oh she likes me i mean she looks she's like me she loves to play tennis she was um really good swimmer they said so she liked that she also loved to laugh and she just loved to hang out, um, they said, with her family. And family was everything to her, especially when she had her daughter, Bobby Christina. She was everything to her. Um, we're going to get into her and her life with Bobby and her daughter, Bobby Christina. And like Whitney said it best, she just loved to chill and relax. Um, she liked quiet time. And, um, you know... Like I said before, like in the beginning of her life, I really feel that, um, you know, she just loved to just relax. Now, this song, The Greatest Love of All, I don't know if you all know it or not, but she sang this song for Clive Davis. This was one of her songs that she would sing to Clive Davis, and Clive Davis eventually work with her after this he was like wow because it was a movie called the the greatest love i believe it was a movie because they said whitney houston also love um old movies like old time movies like with judy garland and you know the marilyn monroe flicks and um uh, carol labard it was saying movies that she loved you know all the big famous um actors back in the 50s and 60s she loved watching those films Wow, and you know, and I thought with this song that this song was written for her. I did not know this song was already written and out there. I didn't know it was an old classic. I didn't know. That's amazing. Facts, right? It's beautiful, this part. Now, before Whitney Houston was Whitney Houston, she was going to be a teacher, she said. Or... And not a teacher, she was going to be a veterinarian. But she went into modeling. And a lot of people, when I tell them, when I talk about Whitney, they did not know that Whitney Houston was a model before she was a real big performer, a singer. I mean, she always was a singer, like always sang when she was little. But, you know, she would sing a lot. But, and that was one of her favorite things. But, she said she really didn't know until people would tell her, like, you know, you should really try to do music. You should sing. And then she said she went to her mother and said, I want to sing. <laughs> like, I really want to sing. I really want to sing. Because Whitney Houston's mother, um, Sissy Houston, I don't know if you all know it or not, but Sissy Houston was in Elvis Presley um, band group, The Sweet Soul Inspirations. 
And isn't that amazing? I don't know if Whitney Houston ever met Elvis Presley. I don't know. I don't know. Now, Whitney Houston uh, this playing back over. I think I put it on repeat. <laughs> uh, one of the favorites. Um, so, and also, this is great because I could talk about her big Grammy night uh, with this song. So, I'm getting right into the Grammys, actually, with Whitney. So, Whitney loved the Grammys. The Grammys was a really, really big um, thing for her. Um, she loved the Grammys, and I believe her first appearance was back in 1986, and, and she won that night, and her cousin, Dion Wark, presented her with her first Grammy. Now, I saw an interview with uh, Whitney Houston sitting with her parents, um, and she said, even if I don't win tonight, well, she said if I win one, she said that'll be amazing. And she ended up taking home, I, think, I believe, more than one that night. Now, in total, Whitney won at least six Grammys. And before I forget, on her first appearance, I believe she wore a beautiful red dress. Oh, it was so beautiful. And her sister-in-law, Pat, that's married to her brother, Gary, that's still married, I believe. Um, Gary and Pat. Uh, uh, Whitney's um, sister-in-law, Pat, she said, wow, look how skinny Whitney used to be. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she said, I can't believe she fit into this dress. I believe uh, Whitney, um, when she first started out in the music, she was a two. I believe that was her size, a two. That dress looked like a two. It could be a one, but it could be a two. Um, so, I love this part. So, with her Grammys, now, you may ask yourself, well, what happened to Whitney's Grammys? Well, let me tell you. They're somewhere safe. At first, um, they said that she kept all her Grammys at her house, which, well, she had a real big mansion in uh, New Jersey. And then when she moved to Atlanta, she put them there. But since her passing... They didn't say, but I believe her family said all her Grammys and awards, like American Music Awards and so forth, they're all in a safe place. So, so in um, 1994, she opened with her real big song, I Will Always Love You. And I all, I'm sorry, I Will Always Love You was once a hit and Dolly Parton saying I will always love you then Dolly Parton said now I believe before Dolly Parton it was uh also a hit um but Dolly said Whitney Houston was the one that made it a mega mega bit hit big hit sorry (laughs) um so I believe when I first heard this song I was a believer and let's say how high you could possibly hit a note. I mean, Barbara Streisand, I remember my mom playing Barbara Streisand. And even because Whitney, Whitney was before Mariah. And I, well, of course, Mariah was out at this time. And I was any teeny little baby. But I remember, I don't know how old I was when I heard this song. But I just remember that woman's voice is phenomenal. I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. Oh, this is so amazing. 
It was so amazing. This part is amazing. Now, we all know that Whitney Houston passed away the night before the Grammy Awards. And I don't know where you um, was. I knew exactly where I was. Like when I said when Michael Jackson passed and when the artist formerly known as Prince passed. um, I remember where I was with Whitney Houston. I was in my living room and I I love watching CNN. And I remember I watched something on CNN. And, you know, it said breaking news. And nowadays they tease about CNN because they said CNN always have breaking news and ain't breaking news. Well, with all the gun shootings, God bless us all. But with all the gun gun violence, you know, you're like, oh, is, is this another, when they say breaking news, is this another one? I believe with the pandemic and after the pandemic, it became known. Breaking news, breaking news. But usually I would say um, I could be wrong. But for me, um, before the pandemic, when they said breaking news, it was breaking news. Okay. And I remember uh, I just I just come out of the kitchen and I went into my living room and I had CNN on because I love watching CNN. Like when I heard about Michael Jackson, breaking news, his death, I was watching CNN. Prince, I was somewhere else, but okay. Um, so I, um, I stopped because I was standing up and I'm like, what? And I couldn't believe it. And I was like, well, I think she's supposed to be at the Grammys, um, tomorrow. Cause it was a Saturday and I was like, what? It was crazy. This song is so amazing. Go Whitney. Now, let's talk about the Star Spangled Banner. I don't know if I'm going to play it here on this podcast, talking about Whitney Houston Part 1, but trying to fit everything in. Now, the Star Spangled Banner was a major, major hit for Whitney, okay? Uh, People took note. They really did. Um... When she sang the Star Spangled Banner, they wanted her to lip sing at first. And she told her mother and others, I'm going to sing it live. Now, I remember people would say she was lip singing because it was so perfect. But people don't understand or come to realize that Whitney Houston had a perfect voice. And I was watching her on something. um, This was maybe back in 2004 and she said God don't give everyone this gift she says the gift that I have God does not give everyone this gift and I was like yeah (laughs) um but when she sang the Star Spangled Banner I don't know if you heard it or not but if you didn't hear it you can hear it you can google it you can go to YouTube you can download it it will send chills down your spine, okay? And she said when she just went up in her register, she was thinking about us at war because at that time, they said when Whitney was singing the Star Spangled Banner, we were at war, okay? We were at war. And she said she blacked out when she was singing the Star Spangled Banner 
and all she can just imagine and see the soldiers the bloodshed the fighting and she said something just took over her body and she just sang her heart out amazing right amazing Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. now this song that I'm playing when I first heard this song, I don't know how old I was. I don't even know what year this came out. I believe it was on Saving All My Love For You album. But this song is so beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. Let's just take a listen to the beginning. It's called All At Once. So beautiful. So now, if you're asking, well, what year was the Star Spangled Banner? That was in 1991. And that year was huge for Whitney. Um, It also started um, with, I believe she started um, filming The Bodyguard. Now, The Bodyguard was actually, (laughs) well, let's talk a little bit about The Bodyguard. The Bodyguard was really not going to be made, okay? Um, And Kevin Costner already had the part. Of the bodyguard, okay, because it's called the bodyguard. He's, he was the bodyguard in the movie. I saw it twice um, when I was a kid, little. My mom let me watch it when it came out. It was good. It was really good. I saw it a little bit later on as an adult. I got to see it again. It's really, really good. Um, <clears throat> so, Kevin Costner said to Whitney, if you don't do this movie, if you're not in it, I'm not doing it. And he told Whitney, I promise you, you won't be embarrassed. You're going to love it. And, of course, Whitney loved it. Excuse me, my throat. (laughs) And a lot of people think with the bodyguard that she never acted before. Well, she did. Um, This part, beautiful. So, one of her acting gigs were in 1985 on Silver Spoons. And... When I heard about that, I went and I Googled it, and it came up, and I'm like, wow, Whitney in 1985. Woo! I'm telling you. Beautiful. Mm-mm-mm. And so, when people found out that Whitney could act, And The Bodyguard was a big, big hit. And I'm going to say mega hit. A lot of people thought that that was going to be um, Whitney's... Like, she was just going to be an actress and forget about the music. And Whitney said to people, um, my singing is what I love to do. Acting, yes, I love acting, but I'm, I'm, you know, going to do the music. Because she was so good. And other films came after that. Um, like Waiting to Exhale. The Precious Wife. Denzel Washington said you got to do this movie with me. Waiting to Exhale was a great movie. I saw that. Um, and Sparkle. That was near her death. Um, yeah. I mean she was in some great films. I mean. Um, the Bodyguard. is just beautiful. And um, let me say this. I love that part. 
Whitney turned down other films from Dream Girls to A Star Is Born. Can you imagine her in A Star Is Born? Oh, oh, wow, <laughs> amazing, right? Um, and also The Bodyguard. It took it, well, actually, it took a year for them to just um, get it going. So beautiful. Actually, um, I'm running out of time. I might push just about uh, 50 minutes because um, there is a lot to talk about. As I said, oh, this is one of my songs that I remember as a kid. One moment in time. When I think of the Olympics, I think of this song. One moment in time. Oh, yes. One moment in time. Ooh, it's my song. Um, so as I was saying, Whitney, oh, I'm moving to Bobby and her right now. And I'm not even done yet. <laughs> I mean, um, I believe that this is honestly going to be probably a part two. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it happens, right? I, I said it and there you go. It's, it's going to be a part two because when I get into her and Bobby, which is going to be on my next podcast. Yeah. And yes, there there was um, a lot of rumors about her and Bobby, um, just different things about their um, marriage. And Whitney was like, I had enough. And let me say this, because I want to do a part two now, okay? When Whitney divorced Bobby, I really, really thought that Whitney was honestly going to get it together. I thought that, as I said earlier in my podcast, in the very beginning of this story, that Whitney was going to be like, okay, you know what? I had enough. I'm going to reshape my life. I'm going to change my life. I am going to do me. And she did. She did her, but just a lot got in the way. And I'm going to say this, but I'm going to leave it for my next podcast because I don't really like talking about things that are rumored if they're not, you know, facts. You know what I mean? But I would say this, and let me say this because we're going into her and Bobby. Bobby had a lot to do with Whitney's friend, Robin, and Robin and Whitney was friends since teenagers, like now, they say her and Robin had a relationship. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. And I'm not going to go into that because I don't know. Well, one thing I do know, and I believe, they said that when Whitney lost Robin, and Robin is alive, everybody. She's well, but you can look her up. She was best friends with Whitney, okay? When Whitney and Bobby got married... Robin said everything kind of just fell apart between her and Whitney's friendship. Um, they say that Bobby was jealous of Whitney's and Robin's relationship. Okay. Um, that Robin was like a third wheel. Although Bobby was married to Whitney, he felt Robin was in the way. So... I'm trying to remember, Robin said, Whitney said something to her, like, farewell, or they just parted. And I, I don't know how it happened, but something like that. Okay, you get what I'm saying. 
And Robin just like backed off and went away. Now, the point that I'm getting to is they say that if Robin was still in Whitney's life, Whitney would still be alive. In a way, you tell me if I'm wrong or right, but in a way, I feel like that's possibly correct. I really feel that if Robin was in Whitney's life, and, and you know, Whitney divorced Bobby. I believe she divorced Bobby, but where was Robin? I know Robin is married now. Okay, she's married to a woman, and they have kids. But I, I, I am like, um, wow, um, what happened? Like, why didn't her, why her and Whitney didn't rekindle their friendship? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Robin was in a relationship or Whitney decided that, to, you know, just leave things the way they was or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could tell me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have the answer for part two. But I do believe that that if Robin, as I say, I say again, was in Whitney's life, Whitney probably still be alive. Because if you look at Whitney back when Robin was around, I don't know. I could be wrong, but Whitney looked very stable in in the face. You know, um, she didn't look um, like she was. How would you say it? Like using drugs a lot? I don't know. But see, sometimes in life, we need someone to help us, to help us stay grounded. Someone who accepts us for who we are. And when I get to part two um, in it, when I get to what I'm going to explain about what Whitney said to Pat, right the week of her passing, okay, or Whitney's passing. And that's what I'm saying, that we have to have someone in our life. If you look at it, Whitney had her daughter, okay? She had her mom, her aunt, Dion, and people, and Aretha was still around. And But, you know, maybe love was missing. Now, they say Ray J and her, I don't know, it's rumor, but I don't know. I can't get into that because it's hearsay. But if, if Whitney had someone... To hold her down. But she had her daughter. You, you get what I'm saying? So. They're going to be. A part two. And in part two. As I said. I'm going to mention. It's going to be about her and Bobby. And Bobby Christina. And the rest of her legacy. And. The moments leading up to her death okay so I hope you enjoy part one thank you again for tuning in and part two is coming and thank you again for the likes the shares the views the comments the downloads the love I appreciate it thank you so much and yes yeah, stay tuned for part two and 
I'll see you again here. Thank you again. Live from New York, but not live. <laughs> Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you. Take care. Stay well. And I'll see you here again. So long.